Amen. Amen. I want to welcome each and every person to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter. Amen. It's been a day today. It's been a day today. I hope everyone is uh, having a good day. Uh, it's been kind of kind of crazy here in the office, but how many of you know God is good? He'll see you through all things. Amen. Glory be to God. So let's go ahead and uh, we're going to dive in. But first, let's pray. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give thanks, honor, and praise to you. We thank you, Father God, for this day that you have made. We ask, Father, that you forgive us of anything we've said, anything we've done, or anything that we have thought that goes against your word and your purpose. Cleanse us, Father God. Cleanse us. Keep us, Father God, in the right position that we may continue to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness so that all things will be added unto us. Open up the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord, to receive your word and move me out of the way that your spirit may have full control of this vessel. Allow every word to come out with power and authority, Father God. And let those not be just hearers of this word, but doers of this word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. I want to welcome each and every person uh, to the Bible study today. We're in a time, people, where it's uh, we're, we're in some very shaky waters. Many things are taking place. We don't know what to expect here in Washington state. Uh, rental, uh, the rent cost is going up. Uh, the prices of homes are going up. Uh, uh, food prices are going up. Everything is going up, but wages are staying the same. So many people are stressing. They're frantic. Uh, there's been a, a, a spirit of rage that has been placed into uh, all regions. If you pay attention to the television, all you hear about is COVID, COVID, and this, this, and 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 that fear that is they're trying to put into the minds of the people. But how many of you know that we are not of this world? Amen. The Bible says that we are in this world, but we are not of this world. One of the problems is we are acting as if we are of this world. Amen. See, people of God have no reason to. To, to fear. The Bible says that he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Amen. There's so much uh, uh, rage going on that, that there's violence, there's killings, there's, there's so much going on today. Amen. But how many of you know that God has a, a place, a, a resting place for his people, a place of rest? And this is a place that we as children of God, as kingdom citizens, have the opportunity to take advantage of. And this is what God placed on my heart this morning. And this is where we're going to be going. So before we get started, everyone, go get your Bibles, go get your notepads, go get your pens. It makes no sense to be on a 
training line, a teaching line, and not taking advantage of the information that is coming from the Spirit of the Lord. The Bible says to study the word to show thyself approved. So yes, listen to men of God and leaders, amen? But it's up to you to take notes and go back and study what it is that has been spoken so that you can make sure that you have not been lied to. Because the Bible tells us in the end days, there will be false prophets. There will be false leaders out there misleading, amen? So you wanna make sure that you're getting the true unadulterated truth from the word of God, amen? So I'm gonna give you 30 seconds to go get what you need so you can take your notes and you can go over them to make sure that I'm telling you the truth. And if you, the Spirit of the Lord tells you something different than what I'm saying, please give me a call, inbox me, let me know. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes flesh likes to jump in, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm staying behind the cross and letting the Holy Spirit have his way. Amen. Glory be to God. So, hallelujah. If you've gotten your Bibles, let's go to Hebrews chapter four. We're going to read chapter four, the verse one. We're going to go through chapter four. Amen. See, the one thing I, I believe we, 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 we don't need to jump around. The Bible are letters written by particular individuals. Amen. And so that individual has been given something by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that's why it's in the Bible. Amen. So we must understand what it is that this individual is saying. What is God trying to say to us. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So because this was written hundreds and thousands of years ago, doesn't mean that it does not apply today. The laws have not changed today because of technology. So these are some of the things that a lot of leaders, hallelujah, have been speaking that nothing has changed. God is the same God. He commands us to follow his laws. He commands us to be obedient. Amen to his word. Obedience is better than sacrifice, he says. Amen. Hallelujah. So my question to you, are you obedient to the word that you know? Are you following the word that you know? Amen. Because if you know it, now you're going to be held responsible for doing it or following it. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's jump in here. Chapter four, verse one of Hebrews. The Bible says, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard. So we're going to stop right there real quick. Verse one, verse one, he's letting us know that God's made a promise to us. Now we know that God is not a God to where he shall lie. If God makes a promise, that promise is going to hold true until the end of time. Amen. So he made a promise to us of entering into his rest, but some will fall short. Now, my question is, why would some fall short of entering into his rest? Let's go to verse two. The Bible tells us that for unto us was the gospel preached. See, the gospel was preached to those uh, of old and it was preached 
to those of this time here. The gospel does not profit unless it is properly mixed with faith. It has to be mixed with faith. As you read the gospel, as you hear the gospel, you must believe the gospel. And if you believe the gospel, you're going to walk in what it is saying to you. Amen. So it must be mixed with faith, with faith. God has obligated himself to bless only those who believe. He has obligated himself. He's made a promise to all of those who believe. Let me show you what I mean. John 3.16. What does it say? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And for those that believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. He's made a promise to us. Amen. Let's go to Mark. Mark 16. And we're going to read verse 15 through 20. Here's another promise that he made. The Great Commission. He says in verse 15 of chapter 16 in the book of St. Mark, he says, and he said to them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. Verse 16, he said, he that believeth in and is baptized, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues and they shall take up serpents and if and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover but what is the key element believe believe and these signs shall follow them that believe. Amen. So my question to you, and I posted this question earlier, do you believe? I mean, honestly, ask yourself, do I believe in the word of God? Do I believe that he can heal me? Do I believe that he can provide for me? my knees. Do I believe? Because see, what is taking place in the church is we go to church and we know the lingo, we know the dance, but we believe in ourselves more than we believe in God. Amen. We believe in ourselves more
Amen. 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 Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm sorry for that, guys. Uh, the enemy is playing with my. my Amen. I'm having some issues here that keep keep uh, uh, shutting me down. I don't. I, the devil is a lie. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray that your angels will encamp around my electronics. I come against the spirit of voice and Bryce that comes against electronics. Hallelujah. This will go forward. This word will go forward in the name of Jesus Christ. I glorify your name, Father, and I thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me, I got to check with my wife just to make sure that I can be seen and heard. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Send that out of Okoriande City. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. So I'm back on. My wife says she can see me. Amen. Glory be to God. So let's get back at it. Hallelujah. Verse three. Babe, hit me up again. Let me know. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Is everything good? Hit me up again. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So here we go. Here we go. Where are we at? Verse 3. Amen. So we go on. It says in verse three, for we which have believed do not enter, do, excuse me, do enter into rest, as he said, as he said, amen. As I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Amen. Listen, people, listen, the Bible tells us that God in Genesis, he worked for seven days, six days. He worked nonstop for six days. And it says on the seventh day, he rested. On the seventh day, he rested. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, we as human beings, we we, 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 we are lazy. We're lazy. You see, and God did not call us to be lazy. He called us to be workers in his vineyard. Amen. He called us to be workers in his vineyard. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So, so, so we must work until we enter in, until we, we come to that place. Amen. In God, 
where we can rest. Amen. Are you a worker for Christ? Are you a worker? Verse four, verse four, it reads for he speak in a certain place of, of the seventh day for he speaks in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise and God did rest the seventh day from all his work. God rested on the seventh day from all his work. So we must understand it's not about the day. It's not about the, the day, the seventh day. We talk about the Sabbath day and we need to rest on this day. It's not about the day. It's about the completion of the purpose. See, God completed the purpose of creating the heavens and the earth. Amen. So when you have completed your purpose, then you can rest. But we have not. Mm, my God, some of us don't even understand what our purpose is. See, the number one universal purpose for every human being is to glorify God. Then we have a personal purpose that God has purposed for each and every one of us. And it's for us to seek first the kingdom of God. And as you seek the kingdom of God, you you will discover your purpose. Amen. As you uh, lean on God and, and, and you have a prayer life, have, you, you built a relationship, you in his word, hallelujah, you will discover what your purpose is. And once you discover your purpose, you become like an eagle zoomed in on the purpose that God has for you. The Bible says don't look to the left or look to the right. The only time you look to the left or to the right is when you don't know what your purpose is. You think it's over here, you think it's over there. But when you know what your purpose is, you are honed in on it and you are going for it. Amen. And you're doing the work. Amen. Amen. I know what my purpose is. I don't mind working 10, 12, 13 hours. I don't mind not getting sleep. I don't mind being wakened by a phone call. I don't mind these things because it's my purpose. My question to you is, do you know your purpose? Do you know your purpose? Amen. Glory be to God. Verse five. There's a condition of rest. There's a condition of rest. The Bible says, and in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. Now there's a key word here, if. That means you got a choice. You can either enter into his rest or stay caught up in whatever. Amen. Says here in verse six, seeing therefore it remindeth that some must enter therein and they to whom it was first uh, preached entered not in because of unbelief. You can't enter into the rest of God with unbelief. When the Israelites left out of Egypt, Moses told them, but they had an unbelief. They desired the things that they left. They desired the things that they left and unbelief. Here are some of the conditions upon entering into the rest of God. Here's some of the conditions. 
of entering into the rest. Go to uh, Psalms, uh, go to Psalms uh, uh, 95, Psalms 95, verse uh, 7, Psalms 95, verse 7. We're going to start there, Psalms 95, verse 7, amen. We're talking about his rest, God's rest, amen. We all need a place of rest where we can, have you ever, have you ever been chased by someone and you finally get into a house, you can lock the door and you know that you're safe and you just get that big sigh. <sighs> you know what I mean? It's just like, just, just letting go of all of that weight, that stress, that, that worry, that anxiety. You know what I mean? See, this is what the, 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 the entering into the rest of God is like you, you just let it all go. You're in a place of you, 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 you you're protected. You're, 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 you're not worrying anymore. You're not frantic anymore because you've entered in to a place of rest. Amen. Psalms 95 and verse seven, Psalms 95 and verse seven. And we're going to read down to 11. The Bible says, give unto the Lord, O ye kindred of people, give unto the Lord glory and, oh, that's, I'm sorry, that's 96. Let me go over here. Okay, I'm sorry. Here we go. Uh, verse 7, verse 7. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provision, perfection, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Verse 9, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work, 40 years long was I grieved with this generation and said, it is a people that do err in their heart and they have not known my ways unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter my rest. There's a condition people of entering into the rest of God. There's a condition. The Bible tells us here, harden not your heart. Harden not your heart in the days of temptation in the wilderness. It says, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work, 40 years long was I grieved. There's a condition. One of the conditions is faith. You must have faith. You must believe to receive the rest of Christ. You must believe to receive the rest of Christ. Verse 7 says again, he lameth a certain day seeing in David 
today after so long a time as it is today if ye will hear his voice harden not your heart harden not your heart people unforgiveness bitterness rage god is saying don't harden your heart don't give in to the things that this world is trying to place upon you god is we're in a season of awakening the bible says wake up o ye sleeper many of us have are sleep we've been programmed we've been lulled to sleep by false teachings false prophecies uh a uh, brainwashing all kind of stuff amen it's time to wake up the truth will make you free from what from the emotional entanglement that the lie wants to keep you in amen amen just look around look around look around there's, there's all kind of killings and shootings going on that brings fear a lot of people are scared to walk out their own house I had a friend of mine that I grew up with. She got hit by a stray bullet and, and was killed the other day. Amen. People are scared. You know, there used to be a time that your kids, you know, they can run around the neighborhood and go to the park. Today, kids don't want to go to the park. Amen. And then with COVID, you got everybody isolated in the house. Don't nobody want to go out. Don't nobody want to be around nobody. God is not a God of isolation. He's not a God of isolation. So we must wake up to the truth and to see what is really going on. Amen. Become a why person. Ask why. See, that, that, that's, that's searching. That, that's seeking the truth. Amen. That's seeking. When you ask why, you know, you're able to dig deeper into what you're being told to get the truth of the matter. And then you can make a decision from the truth. But many of us are making decisions based upon lies that are putting us in a place of anxiety, stress, worry, fear, all these things. But God says that in his rest, it is available to us, but we must believe in him. Verse eight, verse eight, it says, for if Jesus had given them rest, and I wanna, I wanna share something, it should not be Jesus, it should be Joshua. Okay, it should read if Joshua had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken for another day? What he's saying here is this in the day when Joshua took and took them over and they went into the land of milk and honey and they went over that, but there was no rest there because they're still talking about rest. Christ brought the rest, amen. Christ brought the rest. So that's what they're talking about here. Christ is better than Joshua. Moses came and said that there was a land of milk and honey of freedom. Moses died in the wilderness. Joshua brought them over. Amen. But there's one greater than Joshua, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And it's through Jesus that the rest has come to us. Amen. Now, since this great gift has been offered to you, do you want it? And if you want it, there's a stipulation. 
to it. You must believe. You must believe. Amen. The Bible says in verse nine, now this is a promise. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. Mm, my God. So that's a promise. God promises that there is a rest. There's a resting place that we as children of God, as citizens of the kingdom, have. It's still available to us. Verse 10, for he that is entered, he doesn't say for he that may, he say entered, like you're already there, into his rest, he also have ceased from his own works as God did from his. So for he that has entered into his rest, speaking of Christ, he has ceased from his own works as God did his. So if you look, Christ was not lazy. Christ worked his whole time on the earth. He worked, he, he worked his purpose. When he went and he was baptized and he went up into to be tempted by Satan and he came down. When he came down off this the mountain, he went to work and he did not stop. The, the disciples asked him, where were you going? He says, birds have nests and foxes have holes, but but the, the, the son of God has nowhere to lay his head. He didn't want a house. He didn't want to lay down. He wanted to save souls. Amen. And until the day where he went home, he was working. There was no lazy bone in him. If you go to Proverbs, it talks about a, 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 a laziness. Amen. We all have a purpose. And God expects us to fulfill the purpose that he has given us. But how can you fulfill a purpose in front of the television? How can you fulfill a purpose in bed, laying down and talking about, oh, I'm tired? God will give you rest, but he desires for you to work out the purpose that he has given you, amen? Now, I'm gonna say this again. There's a universal purpose for every human being, not for everything that he's created to glorify him. Do you realize the rocks glorify him? Trees glorify, birds glorify, fish glorify, everything glorifies God. But we are made in his image and he expects us to glorify him. Amen. But then you have a personal purpose. Each one of us has a personal purpose purpose that he expects us to discover. Amen. By seeking first the kingdom, the unseen. Amen. And, 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 and his righteousness, meaning his character, his character. And from that, seeking the unseen and walking in his character, all things will be added unto you. Matthew 6, 33. Let's go to uh, 
verse 11. Verse 11. We're going to read 11 down to 13. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest. Let us work to enter into that rest. Least any man fall after the same example of unbelief. The same example of unbelief. See, this is more than a, a Sabbath day, the day of rest. It's, it's more than a Sabbath day, which every man can observe as a, 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 a rest period. Now, one has to labor to enter into the rest, but one can fall, fail to enter the rest. So we all need to rest for human beings. But then there's a spiritual rest that through faith and belief and trust, we can enter into. Amen? Hallelujah. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joint and marrow and is discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. My God, my God. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him which whom we have to do. My God. Let me go over a couple of uh, couple of uh, symbols of the word of God where it says the word of God is quick and powerful. A hammer to convict. A hammer to convict fire to refine, a mirror to reflect. These are, 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 are symbols that, that are, are throughout the Bible, amen? Seeds to multiply, a lever to cleanse, a lamp to guide, rain and snow to refresh, a sword to cut, a bow for revenge, gold, to enrich and power to create eternal life, to create eternal life. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Food to nourish, milk for babes, bread for the hungry, meat for men and honey for dessert. These are symbols of the word of God, symbols of the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, people. The word of God is meant to cut. And if something cuts you, it's going to hurt. Many leaders today do not want to preach the word of God. 
Because see, the word of God, when, when the word of God is preached, it's, it's laying you out on a cutting board wide open. Amen. God sees you. He knows you. It, 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 what do he say right here? He says that, that, that it, it, it where'd it go? Uh, uh, huh. Uh, to his sword, even the bone and marrow, son of the soul and the spirit and to the joint of the marrow and to the dis discerner of the, of the thoughts and is a discerner of the thoughts and your intentions, your motives. Amen. God knows all he sees all. He knows you. He knows you. Amen. He knows you. We must work to enter his rest. But if we disobey, God will fail. It's said in verse one or verse two, excuse me. It says that some will not make it in to his rest. My question is this. Will you make it into his rest? Do you realize and understand that you can lie to people, but you can't lie to God? Do you realize when the word of God is preached, it cuts you wide open? And see, a church that has 50,000 people in it, they can't be speaking the word of God can't because i don't know 50,000 people that's going to come to a service every sunday to get cut so their sin nature to be exposed amen too many people are leaving church with a smile on their face talking about they had a good time no the word of god should have you leaving with your head down and you in a repentant state because your sin nature was just exposed amen we're talking about kingdom citizens. We ain't talking about this world church. That, 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 oh my God. No, 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 let me go. Anyway, anyway, let's go to verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into heaven, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. So this is letting us know. Now, I don't know if y'all, you know, the Bible lets us know that Christ was born out of a woman. Amen. He was human. Amen. He left all his 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 royalty in heaven. He felt like us, cried like us, laughed like us. He was just like us. But the thing that he was able to do because he understood his purpose and he understood who he was and whose he was, that he followed the father and nothing and nobody else. Too many of us are following leaders and too many of us is following movie stars and too many following 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 amen it's good to be a follower every good leader was once a good follower but make sure the person you're following is a good follower and what do i mean follows christ follows christ follows christ 
Not just sometimes, but all the times. Now, we are human. We fall short of the glory of God. Amen? But they're doing their best to follow God. Amen? Hallelujah. Verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. People of God, we're in a time of need right now, each and every one of us. We have financial needs. We have emotional needs. We have spiritual needs. Amen. Take, take, take around 15 seconds and just really ask yourself, do I have faith in God more than I have faith in myself? Do I have faith in God more than I have faith in myself? Be honest with yourself. I mean, you can lie to me, you know, but, but don't lie to yourself. Amen. And if you say, no, I, I have more faith in myself, that's okay. That's okay. Because we serve a merciful and graceful God. Just go before him right now. Just, just bow down and I'm going to say a prayer. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I've trusted in myself and others more than I've trusted in you. I've heard your voice tell me to go left and I felt like it would be better to go right. I ask you, Father God, to forgive me. Forgive me of my disobedience. Father God, I, I, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. Help us all to grow in our faith. The Bible says that you have given everyone a measure of faith. And you're leaving it up to us to grow it. Father, I pray for each and every person within, in the sound of my voice that trust in themselves more than you. Father God, show them your love. Show them your significance. Show them your mightiness, Lord God, that they may humble themselves and seek your face. You're such an awesome God and we love you. But help us, Lord, to be honest with ourselves. Help us to look in the mirror and see ourselves as you see us, Lord, that we may correct those areas that are, are in need of correcting. We can't do it without you. So I pray, Holy Spirit, that you go forth into the homes of those, minister to them, love on them, and allow them to become willing to surrender all unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, we pray. Amen. 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 Glory be to God. People of God, <coughs> God is wanting us to increase our faith in him. We're living in a time where the only way we're going to make it is through Christ, through the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. 
just like Mary and David when Christ was born and the, the angel and the Holy Spirit was directing him on where to go to leave here because, because of this, go there. And, you know, we need that, 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 that direction, that guidance. But if we don't trust, if we don't believe, if we don't have faith enough in God, we're not going to trust what he tells us or where he tells us to go or when he tells us to move. We all say that we love the Lord. We all say that we have faith in God. But, you know, when the fire hits, that's when we really find out. And believe me, people, the fire is coming. The fire is coming. And you must, you must work on the relationship with God. Build your relationship with God. Have a, have a, have a prayer time that you, 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 you meet with God. I'm going to tell you something. God, God has a prayer time for each one of us. There's a time that he wants to meet with each and every one of us. He must meet with me five o'clock every morning. He wakes me at five o'clock every morning. Some people, it may be at night. Some people, you know, but whenever that time is, just seek God. Seek God. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm close with this. There was a man that was crying out to the Lord. He was going through some hard times and cried out to the Lord. So the Lord answered his prayer. He came into his house. And uh, started going through his home and went upstairs. And the guy said, no, 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 no. You just stay down here, Lord, because it's really messy up there. You know, and all that mess was all of the stuff that he was carrying. All the anger, rage, and secret sins and all this stuff, right? So, you know, the Lord goes up in there and he does some house cleaning. He cleans it all up for him, right? Okay. So uh, five o'clock in the morning, Christ is sitting, has a fire going, has some coffee setting for him and for the gentleman. And they have the Bible open there and the gentleman comes down and he sits with God and they're having a conversation and fellowshipping and everything. And they were doing this for about a week or two. And then one day the man got up and alarm clock went off and Jesus had everything set up, just waiting for him to come down. And the man ran out, ran out the door, went and went to work and did his job and came back in. He was tired. You know, Jesus still waiting there. And he went to the kitchen, made something to eat, went upstairs, turned on the TV, fell asleep. Next morning, he woke up, ran downstairs, grabbed his coat and went out the door. Jesus still sitting there. This is what we do. We ask God, please help us. And when he comes, because he's such a loving God, he comes with the help. We're there with him for a minute. We thank him. But as time goes, he's still sitting there and we're running around taking control of everything once again to make a mess out of it to where we have to turn to him once again and cry out for help. Amen. People of God, go into the living room. Sit down with the Lord. Take some time out on a daily basis. He's waiting there to fellowship with you, to give you your marching papers for that day. Don't just leave him there. 
You've called him. He's waiting for you. Amen. People of God, we are moving forward with our services here in Seattle. If you're in Seattle or you know someone in Seattle that's looking for a church, a Bible-believing church, amen. We're going to be having services on Fridays at 7 p.m., amen. The address is 1209 Central Avenue South in Unit 213 in Kent, Washington, in Kent, Washington, amen. I have flyers out and everything. Y'all come and uh, celebrate the Lord with us, amen. Amen. If you're looking for a Bible-believing church, if you're looking to receive the truth that will set you free, if you are in need of healing and deliverance, believe me, the Holy Spirit will be there. Amen. And it's only through the Holy Spirit that healing and deliverance can take place. Amen. So come join us every Friday at 7 p.m. Amen. And we're going to be live on Facebook every Wednesday coming with the word for God's people. Oh, and don't forget Monday, my wife, Prophetess Donna Baxter, she has a powerful prayer line, y'all. Powerful prayer line. I, I, I do apologize. I don't have the number rented and I don't have, do I have that number? No, I don't have the number on my desk. Babe, I'm sorry. Oh, I got the number. Here it is. All right. So the conference line number is 805-706- 4697, 4697. If I'm wrong, forgive me, babe, but I'm quite sure that's the number. Just stay tuned. The flyers will be out every Monday. They'll be coming out every Monday, y'all. So come join us here at Must Be Kingdom International Ministries. Amen. Hallelujah. We are speaking kingdom. We are leading people to the kingdom through the spirit of the Lord. I thank you guys for joining us on tonight. I hope each and every person received something that will uh, push them to the next level in Christ Jesus. And as I always say before we sign out, remember this one thing, walk by faith and not by sight. Y'all be blessed. Until next time, God bless you.